Deshmukh and welcome you all to new episode of uh, Sportsy. Let's talk sports. We've been talking to so many different people from the sports industry. Uh, somebody, players, administrators, or uh, people who are from the commercial side, or coaches. Today we have somebody who actually supports all the ecosystem. Uh, he is the one who plays with the numbers. He is the one who uh, interprets the data. He is the one who analyzes the data. He is the one who visualizes the data. Today we have with us Gaurav Sundaraman, lead analyst with ESPN Crick Info, discussing sports analytics with us, which he calls cricket analytics right now. We welcome Gaurav Sundaraman. Hey Gaurav, nice to see you on Sportsy, uh, where we just talk about sports uh, and go we go with Let's Talk Sports. Hi, good to be here, Sid. It's uh, good to good to see you as well. And uh, for for the viewers, I have a very special guest today on 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 the show. Uh, Gaurav Sundaraman, and uh, he is a guy who plays with data, the guy who en- enjoys uh, everything to do with data and sports data. You ask him questions, and uh, he has the da- answer with all the data. And uh, uh, Gaurav is a, a, a lead analyst where uh, with ESPN Crick Info, and uh, he's been uh, involved with playing with the data. He has a past history of working with sports mechanics and the company where a lot of data is played towards the performance and uh, of game athletes and everything and uh, ask him a question about it about uh, anything and he replies with data so uh, with that i would like to uh, invite uh, and uh, have a nice uh, chat with uh, a friend uh, goro hey goro hi that was a pretty flattering intro but uh, yeah it's good to be uh, working in your field of passion and something with, when your passion is your profession automatically you work hard and uh, you try to do well in that so it's been a good uh, Eight years for me in the field of sports. See, this is what exactly you. Uh, I I try to make it so uh, with lot of background and you uh, you with the data you just made it completely flat. No, this is not fair. This is not fair. So uh, this is this this is what it is, right? You you are making those people on on the uh, who are uh, like broadcasters or the commentator. You are feeding them with so much of data and they are making a whole life out of it and making a fun out of it and you are. what is what is that you give it to them so uh, just to go, take a step back uh, what exactly is sports analytics is and how do you play with data so sports analytics is a relatively new field it's come uh, into existence maybe only in the last uh, 10 years or so it's been there in the west especially uh, in basketball and uh, nfl nba uh, it's been used uh, also in baseball it's been used a lot Uh, obviously like most things we start uh, taking things from the west and then uh, uh, do it well uh, do it better here right so that, like that sports analytics is also uh, coming to india pretty late it's a field which is emerging and it's very good uh, with respect to cricket so uh, especially with the advent of t20 and the ipl uh, what's happened is it's given out a lot of data remember we had only test cricket for a long time and then odis the amount of data uh, which is generated in terms of matches played is a lot lesser now with so many t20 leagues etc you have a lot of data and suddenly this becomes a industry by itself and it's not only game data uh, it's a, a performance of athletes data it's the fan data there's so much data which is generated and all this together forms the business of sports analytics obviously uh, you know very well that india is still uh, a one one sport dominated nation yes. how much ever we talk about uh, football kabaddi and hockey etc yes there are there is a market it is growing but nothing 
close. It's not not even close to cricket. So it it'll take time. I'm sure we'll get there, but it'll take some time. So right now, cricket is what where uh, a lot of data is generated and and a lot of data is actually main managed and maintained. So if a lot of youngsters want to come and start off working in football because of their interest towards uh, Premiership teams and uh, watching Manchester United and Chelsea, and suddenly they want to do the same for India. It's not possible because the only one of the main reasons is because the data is not there. Data is not right. managed well and maintained. So sports analytics, as of now, I would even call it as cricket analytics in India. <laughs> and uh, sports analytics is emerging. It's coming up. Not, there are a lot of people, really hardworking youngsters, working on this. And I'm hoping that maybe five, six years down the line, you have a, a nice, full-fledged sports analytics ecosystem. But cricket is where data is organized, and it's easy to give information. So that is what. Uh, Got dirt, dirt. Like it, dirt. It was helpful for me to get into this industry. Okay, uh, interesting. So, uh, as again, we we are talking about lot of data getting thrown at you. There are lot of parameters or data points that you are generating from the every game, or uh, it could be on field, off field. So, a lot of information always coming to you. So, is is it something that you you have the tools or something that tells you what kind of output that you have to give or you can also come up with your own creative output which is going to make the more fun out of the data because other, otherwise uh, it's okay i know okay virat kohli comes for batting and we know that okay he has scored this many centuries this many runs this many 50 this strike rate that's a standard information but if i if if there is something that now it is going beyond it okay he has played this kind of made if he is playing against sri lanka this kind of runs he has scored against sri lanka this bowler in past so we sometimes we get to see it sometimes we don't uh, not all the time we get it so is it something it's a pattern uh, of information that goes out because of software restriction or it is something that is uh, in your control to give more and more creatively no i think uh, what you just said towards the end it's totally in our control so again Uh, it's a domain knowledge of each individual data is going to be available to people who are in the business people who are working will have access to exactly the same data and yeah. the data is obviously collected at a very granular level you are talking about runs balls but we are, uh, like we collect data up to line length where the fielder is uh, who took the catch how many uh, balls he didn't play whether he hit the bat whether he didn't hit the bat was it an edge etc so the amount of data collected today is per ball in cricket close to 60 70 data points per mm-hmm. ball so imagine amount of data that comes so in terms of what output is purely driven by the individual's domain knowledge so that's why i i emphasize a lot on not just passion but ability to understand right. cricket understand the domain based on your uh, uh, hours and hours of watching and reading and uh, following the game across different conditions so for example a guy who may not be so well versed with the game but mm-hmm. is very good with numbers may provide a completely different output to a person so the kind of insights you get is going right. to vary across person to person and that you will be able to see whether if it's performance side you will be able to see that difference in the field like for example mm-hmm. if i'm going to give a plan to get that kohli out somebody might see a slightly broad level he gets out to leg spin very uh, very uh, say 10 times and they'll send tell the captain to bowl a leg spinner that is one example but somebody who maybe knows the domain knowledge very well will, if i go one or two level three i'll find that he's got out to leg spin 10 times correct but every time it's been after scoring 80 after scoring 90 so it's of no use to me he's well right. set and maybe he tried to hit the leg spinner and he got out so maybe i will focus on the first 10 or 15 balls of virat kohli what is his pattern how how does he get out Uh, is there any weakness? If I can't get uh, get him uh, out, at least can I keep him quiet? 
so these right. are certain things a person with more domain knowledge or experience will go and see so basically it varies from person to person said it's not uh, nothing is etched in stone there's no you can't teach this to somebody i can tell people that you have numbers you have domain i'm sure say for example you are very strong in a particular domain because of your experience and if i give you numbers on that you will look at it completely differently from somebody who's right. just entered the industry so that's what matters and ultimately we are there to just support and validate certain in thoughts of players validate certain plans but it's the players who execute it it's the captain who executes those things so if they understand data and they feel it's very useful and they implement it and it works suddenly data becomes the hero Correct. if they do the same thing and it doesn't work then they will be like what are what insights are you giving man it doesn't work at all so uh, i would that's another important advice i give a lot of people is don't uh, attach yourself to results in any kind of analytics your right. job is to call out patterns and give it out to the decision makers to somebody people who are important who know the space ultimately whether it works or not it's a matter of a lot of other factors you can't just blindly just take data and fit it in in your team and then uh, whether it, if it doesn't work then it doesn't make you a bad person oh man you sounded like ms dhoni man don't attack yourself to the result just just follow <laughs> the process it it will happen so it works it works to be honest and it's worked for me and i i don't attach myself to results i've seen a lot of people uh, who are analysts of weaker teams and uh, they get told or they get criticized saying your team has never won what are you doing who why are you picking uh, wrong players it, it sometimes it just right. doesn't happen sports is like that we understand now when you mentioned the how to play with the data i think it is something is as you rightly mentioned it's about the ability to understand it best of your knowledge that you can do it but you are the writer and director uh, or the script writer for the actors who are on the screen do you sometimes feel that you get into the, you do not uh, get a chance to sh- exactly show what is required so you, do you get frustrated sometimes that okay i this is what i gave the data this is i know this is exactly what people are looking forward to and you are not talking about it yeah so it it will happen to give hundreds of data obviously everything is not going to be spoken and also it depends on the context who you are dealing with the some right. people like data some people like to talk without any information they they are very uh, based on instinct and remember most of the people in this industry are ex cricketers people who have played the game so they come up with a lot more technical knowledge so yeah. it's very important to mix both that balance is required so i have understood that so i don't go in with an expectation of uh, uh, people using everything i say and whatever i say is the uh, is uh, final so that balance is needed and i think when there is that balance i'm uh, pretty satisfied okay so now we are, we will we'll move to the, the the other part i before that i want to know from since we are talking about the cricketers and uh, the people that we deal with uh, how much data is uh, used by uh, the coaches or the players themselves for their uh, analyzing their own performances because they know what they have done they have the information it's in their head because that's how virat kohli knows he got out to the six six stump off stump uh, continuously he knows that it's like sachin knows that the ball was not bouncing and he has got lbw to most of the balls by not judging the bounce so there are things we are playing on their head continuously but do you think and how much of the data that you guys prepare in the sports sports world is consumed by those uh, analysts or consumed by the coaches for betterment of the player himself at an individual level forget team level team level yes we know the statistic but at the individual level it's a great question and again it comes down to the individual said it's not uh, up to other things it's completely driven by individuals ability to learn and wanting to improve 
So if a coach uh, comes and learns, understands data and tries to use it to improve the player, great. If a player, for exa example, the youngsters see their peer group uh, doing it, uh, seeing uh, great players use data to improve their game, then it will definitely be beneficial. The fact is cricketers need to understand that this is an extra tool available to them today. And if it's not, it's it's not a technical tool. It's not a bowling machine or some uh, bowling machine which will bowl uh, various different kinds of deliveries for them to improve their game. That isn't the technical side. This is more from a strategic side, and data can sometimes give you information which you never know. And Correct. it's what is important for the analyst or for a person like me is to actually not give them so much of information uh, where they get scared and they go uh, they go away. <laughs> it's important to call out the right pattern call out the right decision and go communicate just the important thing to them. Like for mm -hmm. example, uh, if you want to tell a player that, uh, look, he his, something is wrong with his batting stance, you need to go tell the coach first, not right. the player directly. Because the coach is the technical person. So you identify certain patterns, you identify certain things, show, showcase it in video, and then tell him that because of this stance, maybe his bat is getting stuck. So he's getting out six, seven times, show it using data, then the coach will take care. If the coach knows that this information is useful because he was not able to see that uh, live, mm -hmm. then in the next session, he will improve. So uh, if it's a cricketing uh, cricketing side, say if it is uh, something like a bowler who's bowling short half the time to a particular batsman, so that the pitch map will easily tell you. So I will look right. at the pitch map, I'll see if that's a pattern. And then you go tell the bowler, in a, uh, you don't need to tell him your bowl 30% short, 40% short and confuse him and make him feel negative. You know, they like positivity and they like knowing uh, positive things. So it's important to tell him that uh, when you're bowled full, you have got so much success. When you're bowled closer to the batsman, you've got so many wickets. Right now, maybe the number of deliveries you're not bowling full is a lot lesser. So it's just a way of communicating yeah. the same thing depending on each player. So each player will have his own dynamics, each player will have his own right. psyche of thinking. So you, it's very important. So Sachin and Kohli will be treated differently than uh, somebody who's a youngster. Similarly, right. a young coach will be treated differently to a um, somebody experienced. So I, I again tell a lot of people that soft skills and uh, ability to understand people is very, very important in this, in this field. Even though mm -hmm. it's data and all that, those are skill sets which you can acquire. I can go for right. classes and learn all the data skills. Cricket knowledge comes by watching, reading and over the course of time, over 10-12 years, you keep watching and you understand the game, you can get it. But soft skills and dealing with people and ability to communicate that information is very key. Right. Okay. Interesting. So uh, that that's the uh, I think it's it's a way that even uh, left to the players. So I think the the way uh, things are moving forward. I think a lot of players will uh, give info, information data because that is what they are. They are as good as the data that shows what they are, uh, yes. and that's going to play play a big role in their career as well. So now moving to a different aspect of uh, the sporting ecosystem, and which is uh, we know one one thing: the sport is because of a player. But the sport is fun, and a player is living by the uh, for the fan. So there, uh, there is a lot right. of things about a fan, uh, or or the fans about a particular game, or or an athlete, or leagues, or a lot of things. So how do you think the data is is playing a role in the fan engagement life cycle? Again, a very good question and very uh, underrated aspect of the sports ecosystem. Fans are never uh, looked after properly or fans, the kind of the experience the fan gets is very, very uh, uh, 
average compared very very below par compared to what you see in the western part again i am doing comparisons with the yeah. uh, american sports because they are setting a benchmark they doing they do so much for the fans the the whole game experience is amazing so uh, uh, it's very very niche here and fan uh, the extent to which fan data is measured and applications for that are very niche in india and there's a huge opportunity huge market for this uh, the number of people who are actually concentrating on this is also very less the problem is today data collection and understanding the fan is becomes a uh, it's a industry by itself so you right. need a company to actually collect all the information of the fan understand his uh, uh, behavior and then look to provide content or provide stuff for him today mm. franchises know that without doing anything if i get a dhoni or a kohli on a field they know that the uh, crowds are going to come they know right. that uh, uh, stadium is going to be full so there is no incentive for the franchise to actually go and do something for the fan but right. i think that's a mistake at some point it's going to come back to bite everybody and the fact is indian cricket is very different uh, we we don't follow the kind of american system where 10 months they play leagues right the country is not the world cups happen once in 4 years otherwise when we so so you have yes. teams playing for their clubs 10 10 year 10 months a year so it's easy to Uh, invest on fans here say for uh, all the franchise uh, competitions are two or maybe if you take isl it's five six months but more the cricket the ipl is only two months okay. so so that's one challenge india still has so if that sports ecosystem changes where you have a lot more franchise cricket you will have private investors coming and investing on this having said that a franchise is also doing a lot uh, in this space but not the kind of stuff i would expect them to do to enhance fan experience Mm-hmm. so fan experience is some a place which is completely um, uh, not been given attention right. to so that is a big opportunity and it's a it's a big industry and it requires a lot of hard work and requires a lot of people uh, who know the business to come in so right. that's where it stands right now so i would expect uh, this to grow in the next 4 5 years and more information to be collected and more customized services be provided to the fan but right now right. if you ask me if you take uh, indian cricket team for example yes uh, stuff done for the fans are very little and yeah. the it's just sells it sells for themselves the players sell themselves so it's very uh, so bcci has not maybe taken that step uh, maybe if you don't have this hero worship maybe it might change yeah yeah but but uh, again as as you as you said it right right uh, it is we are talking about ipl or the india international games but we see the sorry state for uh, again the game that we worship uh sorry state for ranji ranjis and the sayed mushtaq and all those things so it is uh, uh the the it is maybe to do with uh, the nature of the game or or the or the interest level or the the worshiping as you mentioned right it is about the player worshiping than anything else i i also believe it is a phenomenal market because the moment there is a ranji game which can have a, a full a full stadium or a, or or a sayed mushtaq game having a full uh, full stadium i think that is where we can say that okay the fans have been taken care of because that's how the game has understood the fan right now it is just they are just coming because they they are there because that's how the we are we are brought up in the country what are the parameters that a franchisee or a, a analyst collect from a fan for From a fan's perspective, so uh, give, make sense. That, yeah. One of the yeah. points you mentioned was a very valid one about uh, Ranji Trophy, right? If you take mm-hmm. the English county market, it's amazing. They do so much yeah. for the fans. Every county match is relatively seventy, eighty percent full. 
One first starters, the ground size is small, which is the same with a lot of our grounds uh, in the remote places as well. And secondly, it's not like the English stars play. Even if they don't play, the grounds are still full. Why? Yes. Because uh, for for starters, it has a big legacy. Even Ranjitovi has a great legacy, but they've been um, uh, giving importance. People are attached to that particular county. And uh, recently, over the last four five years, if I uh, I'm not sure the exact timeline, but every match is digitized and every match is shown live stream. By the respective county. Today yes. we don't see that in all anti-topping matches are not shown uh, for Sorry. us. Only when Star comes in, they show a few matches uh, on Hot Star, and now it's definitely improved from what it was. But still, there's no attachment. And yeah. if there, if you if a Kohli is free and he gets to play for Delhi, maybe you will get to see those. Uh, uh, full houses also in Ranji Trophy, yes. and again timings. Uh, test cricket is very hard, you know, 9:30 to 4:30. Yeah. Uh, it's peak working time. Uh, Ranji Trophy, it's hard for people. So what can they do? Maybe they should open it out for night matches. They should open it out, uh, make it more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, give it more. Um, uh, I don't know. Give it more color, if I can call it. Make sure. Uh, do more marketing on that. Spend more on Ranji Trophy. Uh, make sure people have a good recall with Ranji Trophy uh, matches. Close to their states and yes. build that fan following, which is why I said it's a huge opportunity. So, uh, so parameters. When you talk about parameters and fan analytics, to be honest, not many people actually do it. There are a few companies like Fantain, and I'm sure uh, uh, there are other smaller, a lot of startups in this space. But to actually get hold of data, to actually get hold of information, and then make a decision, there's not there's not much. So I think if I remember correctly, a book my show is one company which is invested in a company like Fantain, and uh, that is mainly so that they can get hold of data because we yes. book in uh, book my show, uh, they will try to find out the demographics of uh, who's booking, what they're doing, but what do they do in return, right? Yes, right. this information is there, but as a franchise. The parameters you need to know, for example, is obviously city or state they come from, male, female, how many uh, people uh, go as families to a match, yeah. how many people buy tickets and then give it to somebody else, how many people uh, go on complimentary basis, how many people actually pay for the corporate boxes. There's so much information. Maybe the franchises have this information, uh, but it's nobody knows about it, right? What decisions right. are they making? So I see a lot of digital campaigns in digital space. I see a lot of fan analytics being done. Mm -hmm. uh, so many views are being created. I create content so that I want 1 million views. I want 2 million views. Uh, once I get more views, I show that to the sponsor and the sponsor comes on board. Correct. That's right. a typical digital model. But how does it change the fan experience today? Uh, how I went to an IPL match in 2008 and how I'm going now. In fact, I would say it's become worse. Uh, it's yeah. much more harder for me to go and watch a match in a stadium. Because of the long queues, my ability to enter in becomes hard. I, uh, there's no Wi-Fi. Most of the time, they say Wi-Fi is there throughout the stadium, but it's not very good. Yeah. It's not reliable. It comes in on and off. And uh, due to the large uh, volume and density concentration of people, it, it goes. It's yeah. very hard. I remember last two years, I've gone on IPL matches. I've not been able to contact people or share my experiences there immediately. Yes. So. People are trying. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying they're not trying, but we need have a long way to go, which is why I said oppor uh, opportunity is there. And as yeah. a fan, I need to connect with the franchise. I need to right. connect with the, not just the player. I need to connect with the franchise. And one interesting story uh, uh, I heard from my brother recently. He's in the US. And he told me it's not necessary for somebody to win for the a team to be have a large fan base. In the US, apparently, a lot of sports, the team which are, uh, they don't win, but they still they are number one on all the fan uh, related metrics so whereas in india ipl etc it's still we haven't reached that stage yeah. uh, you see csk and mi and maybe kkr at the top 
free in terms of fan following. Fan base, yes. And this also correlates well with the results they provide, right? So, so what happens when your Dhoni goes? What happens when your Kohli goes? Say six, seven years down the line, how do I attach myself to a particular uh, exactly. franchise? I need to still be loyal to CSK even if Dhoni is not there. If or if Dhoni is moving to some other franchise, I shouldn't move my loyalties. Yeah. So people who are uh, fans with Manchester United for say in 2000 are still fans of Manchester United. Okay. So it's a lot. It's an education, and fans need to be educated a lot about all these things, and they need to have some incentive. Right. That's my. Uh, there's nothing the fans get currently is what I feel. Right. I think you made a very well valid point about the fan taking taken for granted or our franchises are not utilizing data. But my question is, are they getting the data? So that, that's what there are a lot of startups collecting this information, like I told you. So yeah. obviously it's not open to public. So okay. I I won't be able to tell you for sure that whether I, if there's access to that information, I may I can actually tell you that okay I've also analyzed it and this is what I find. Whatever I have is I've read about reports and I know franchises have hired some agencies to collect this information. Right. But to what granularity? How much do they use it? Do they focus on? The problem is that I think they need separate teams for this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an industry by itself. Say I outsource it to a company, they have to take care of everything. From the right. data collection part to the data analysis part and then coming up with insights. I'm sure right. they do it, but to what level of granularity, whether they go to the level I am expecting is the seat at which I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. Is right. girl coming to an IPL match? Out of seven IPL matches in my home ground, how many times do I come? Where do I sit? What ticket do I buy? Yeah. This kind of information, I don't think they collect. They might collect yeah, in a whole that the stadium has 80% is full. This yes. particular stand requires this uh, this kind of uh, ambience. Those are things maybe they focus on, but there's so correct, much correct. more. What do they yes. do for me as a fan 10 months when IPL is not happening? Yes. That is a bit challenging part. So correct, those correct. are questions which are all opportunities. Every single thing is an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Correct. I, re- I remember 2016 when I was working on the uh, the NBA NBA project like uh, Sacramento Kings on the smart connected arena and right. the involvement which I saw for the Golden One Arena for Sacramento Kings and uh, how I was felt uh, it, it was as good as I was the owner of the club or the most star player who has the highest number of slam dunks. I was felt I was giving that kind of feeling as a fan and right. uh, it's yeah and it's it's an experience and uh, for they exactly knew. Every detail of a, of a fan, from the uh, from where they come from, what they eat, where they sleep, what they do, what are their hobbies, and how do you make the experience likable for them inside the stadium? It, it was it was great, amazing, and uh, unfortunately we never ha- never had it in India. I hope we get that thing in India where the fan is uh, bec- from a pawn it becomes a king. Yeah, the challenge I think reality is that we have only a small window. So, mm-hmm. as a franchise, would you want to invest on something so heavily for just right. seven matches in a year? Just seven. In NBA, yeah. it's 82 games plus uh, playoffs, etc. It's close yes. to 100 games. So, it's worth it. So, unless the model changes, which is why I think these things can be trialed in places like ISL, where it's at yeah. least six months there, keep it, uh, uh, make the fans come and grow the sport. Yes, you don't have hero worship there, apart from say Sunil Chetri, etc. Bangalore, for that yeah. matter, Bangalore FC have done a great job. Great they've job, created yeah. stands, they've created uh, uh, that fan following because again they have uh, Sunil Chetri. So Indian mindset is more towards hero worship and one single player, not the team. Mm-hmm. So that 
mindset needs to change which is not easy but that's where the education and opportunity lies i'm sure you, you also uh, understand that yes. there's a huge opportunity there correct so uh, which are the few uh, tools that you use as an analyst so this is this is mainly for the probably the use of some people who are interested in this field doing their mba sports management or want to perceive something in this so they might they may want to learn these tools uh, somewhere so which are the sort of typical tools that you use so uh, as an analyst there are four three four stages one is to collect the data for collecting the data there are uh, proprietary software so usually like when i used to work in sports mechanics they had their own software so like mm-hmm. that there are different companies who do this job and they have their own software at espn right. we use our own software so there's no public software for you to go and learn so okay. people have to join companies if you don't if you want to do it on your own again there's an opportunity to build it really good you go ahead and build your data software a lot of people today collect data just by scraping from the public domain they write codes and they take data from public domain fair enough if they they skillful enough to do that okay yeah. this is data collection then data analysis and data visualization there are different tools if i want to do some data modeling you have r and python so those are right. two skills is great to know those are the modern languages today which people uh, are skilled at and for visualization there are a lot of tools like power bi tableau etc uh, right. tableau is what is being used worldwide is the best tool so that right. is a tool which is good to learn and sql queries and excel are again big bonuses excel knowledge is obviously mandatory there's no yes. doubt about yeah. it where do you keep the data <laughs> yeah if you excel powerpoint and uh, these two skills are something which you have to come into the industry with if you don't have this there's no point the other things are something you can acquire and, and learn but the usage of these tools are very, are very varied like for players and all they don't need tableau and they don't need that is for you to analyze and then yes. help them make decisions so it really right. depends on the role you are in if you are a proper data scientist and not front facing where you are not facing the team and management you mm-hmm. you need all these tools if you are in the front, if you are front facing you are actually going to uh, convey to the coaches and players you just need good knowledge excel powerpoint should be good enough another question is sometimes the uh, you have the passion for the game and everything is there but you may not have the liking for the data okay i like me i love to consume data but it's not something that i will uh, have fun analyzing it unless and until i'm sitting with the friends and kind of brainstorming it but uh, to make a career out of it you may sometime want to uh, build that expertise inside you so what are the typical traits of a analyst that you can actually build so it's a tough question and not something easy to build so the thing is you have to have the curiosity mm-hmm. so in terms of you are very curious person and your ability to look for the right things in data so you need to have extreme good domain knowledge that is something uh, you cannot sacrifice for so if you have a lot of domain knowledge you ask question why does this happen then you go and search for the respective numbers respective data mm-hmm. why is something happening what is the pattern so that curiosity factor is required and your ability to understand and go and get that right data from the right variables so uh, yeah so i would say it's basically only curiosity and it's not something you acquire by what like uh, two hours you go for the class and then you say that you're very good in yeah. uh, data it happens over time and i would say even i'm not a major numbers person uh, though i'm in the in the field my strength is my domain knowledge so once you have a strong domain knowledge mm-hmm. it's easy to then acquire this uh, go and get fetch the data you want whereas I if you don't uh, have a domain knowledge you don't know what you are looking for you get kind of lost and then you get irritated and then you feel that this is not my cup of tea 
so the problem is actually with the fact that you are not knowledgeable in that space and Apart. and yeah. in terms of like say i don't know python you don't know r but you don't know tableau but you know your domain very well i'm sure there are millions of data scientists who are who are very skilled at that and they don't know the domain knowledge so you right. try to find somebody to work with and try to move forward exactly i was coming to i said ki the, the last couple of statements that you made really uh, because i said ki okay i i am interested in data but i do i need to learn r or ta- tableau or this and that and uh, i completely felt demoralized but the, the moment you said oh, the domain knowledge and the curiosity because these are the human thing that you can develop by yourself right. so i think if you are, right. if you are inquisitive enough about uh, and curious enough about the activities that are happening i think it is it's a great field to be in because finally when you are playing with the data you can there there's always is binary is one or zero there is nothing in between right. uh, there is no point, there is there is there is there is there's no, no gray matter ground. there yeah. is no middle ground it's, it's black or white so uh, what is the the future of all this thing i'm i'm not asking it to be a 10 years future but immediate future which is going to benefit the indian say indian sports industry and let's try to talk beyond cricket uh, because others other sports are also growing like their company like kabaddi adda or sports mechanics having the hockey and other other analytics and so there are multiple sports which are growing so what is the future of analytics and how does that help growing in the growth of a sport correct so i think you need to build more case studies and you need to educate people educate right. the decision makers so private bodies franchises will obviously understand the value because uh, they come from such a background they understand right. it's used in businesses but government bodies are indian most sports apart from uh, football leagues and all that are run by government uh, right. so the indian olympic association or indian sai for that matter needs to be constantly educated about the value of data analytics and say we need case studies the moment you have a person who's actually used data and gone on to win a medal then mm-hmm. everybody will start using it yeah it's just matter of time if sachin tendulkar today says that boss i i got 100 centuries because i used so and so thing i'm sure a lot of young cricketers will start using that yes so it's matter of people also spreading the word and a lot of investment needs to go so it's like whether you invest and then see results or whether you wait for results and then invest is something the decision makers need to decide so i think right. the next 2 3 years for starters requires more education whenever we go on a meeting or uh, you meet some person you have to try to educate them about the importance of analytics showcase right. that for that for example you need data right to showcase something so who is collecting data go meet the person invest if they are not collecting try to invest on that so these are things that need to be done but the challenge is who is going to do that who is going to pay salaries for people to do that that's right. the problem today the other sports is a very very low paying and not very financially uh, very viable as a career so a lot of uh, really uh, educated intellectual folks don't take it up mm-hmm. so how do you attract these people so you have to create more opportunities create more roles look to invest money so maybe you need to find investors you need to find people who back all these things and try to make mm-hmm. a difference and also it's the government is very it's very important they understand which is why having a good sports minister who understands data and it has to drive from the top it cannot go bottoms up it has to go right. top top down so the decision makers involved in it he will invest a lot of money which is why it's fairly easy in franchises so like kabaddi isl and ipl is a lot easier to achieve mm-hmm. this but if i want to get an olympic medal i need to go via sai today they right. do a lot of video analysis because it's slightly easier i take a camera my investment is a camera yeah. i uh, focus you have coaches telling them what is right what is wrong but when i look at data 
and then i find more more pattern but to collect data you need sensors you need investment you need some army of people mm-hmm. to actually collect data such as in table tennis or badminton where the game is so fast so right. sindhu is a hero right so she's done so well for us but whether she uses in depth data analytics no she might use video analytics because right. collecting there's no company who's totally invested in collecting data of badminton matches you need to collect right. every match all matches don't get televised so there's so many challenges but correct, for starters correct. you need education and you need good decision makers who are willing to invest on this interesting so this this uh, helps helps me come to a, a a last question that i have now with the current situation lot of things are going to change from because the sports grows with money into it and the money comes from the brands and uh, brands have not seen the kind of roi uh, that uh, like by paying crores and crores to be on the front of a jersey they have not got the roi that they do tangible roi for them to do it so do you think that uh, this kind of analysis can actually give them a tangible roi beyond the viewership numbers because if if muthut is paying say 20 25 crore to be on the front of csk uh, jersey or uh, ashtak is paying say 10 15 crore to be on the front of some jersey so what is the number that they can look at beyond viewership and how do we actually where do we get that number Uh, just if you have any any no no it's a valid point so obviously the whole uh, concept is more eyeballs and that's been the it's been a age old tradition that advertising is for basically getting more eyeballs getting more viewership yeah. and then you have this notional uh, uh, value hoping that if i've made so many sales we have done very well uh, I, i'm doing well so if you've seen the last dance documentary uh, yes. with michael jordan he says about how nike sale they planned uh, uh, some 3 million or something but they made 126 million uh, sales because of his brand right so yeah. that is tangible and that is because of one person that is easy right. to achieve when you have one particular person but yes. like you said uh, just on a on a jersey or on a uh, on a youtube video or uh, on any digital platform today marketing uh, departments are forced to spend uh, on advertising right yes. it becomes a forced Uh, expense at some point in time and people spend even a lot of times i have not really understood how uh, i'm sure they have their reasons i'm sure they have their research i'm sure there are numbers to back this but there's a right choice if you ask me no i'm sure that you any time you invest you need to balance your it's like uh, investing on stocks so you rather put if you have 25 crores with you i rather maybe uh, do some invest on a team rather than a team jersey right i can actually yes. uh, make decisions i can invest in a lot of small small things within the sport like Correct. i can even create an academy for example uh, if you're looking at analysis or uh, like i said i can create a grassroots academy and put my brands there so that mm. in four or five years i might reap a lot of rewards today a lot of my expenses are very short term i yeah. want to do in two months i have to spend say uh, 50 crores in our marketing budget i want to put coatings and ipl is the biggest uh, uh, a place where i can draw eyeballs so i put yeah. it there i think that mentality also has to change it may not work all the time so uh, i i seriously don't think uh, just by getting uh, x number of views on youtube or x number of uh, eyeballs on television i am going to go buy a particular brand i don't think right. that's going to happen so especially right. in sports i go behind people so rather i invest at 25 crores on a virat kohli's uh, own brand yes it might work but yes. not on um, a uh, particular team or not on uh, digital platforms of videos etc so okay. i think they people have to look at new avenues to invest and like i like i said you can invest on a concept you can invest on uh, a brand which will 
uh, get a lot of recall for you after three years. But I don't yes. know if people are willing to wait for that much time. Today, you're in that world where you want returns as soon as possible, yes. right? Wait, fast, fast food industry. Exactly. That is a challenge. So if I have three years and I, I can go invest on an academy, high performance center, for example, in sports to build the next Olympian, the, the, the moment that Olympian, the medal actually happens because of my investment, Great. Then automatically my brand will build. A lot of people will come and then you're building your brand. So yes. whether people have the bandwidth is the challenge I feel. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think it, it covers a lot of points which I always uh, want to talk about. Like fan engagement is we are overdoing the fan engagement. We are not doing anything about fan development. And we don't know what fan amplification is. Because we don't, we are not paying any attention to it. Uh, the moment the fan amplification right. happens, I think the ROI will come into picture. The moment fan right. development happens, then you don't have to worry about the engagement because the engagement is 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 a process post development. We are uh, and and the whole ecosystem will will start coming. I mean, for that, I think the data from you guys is uh, is the must. Uh, and uh, more and more yeah, people so need to come into the industry. Like you said, the fan journey right, is a casual fan. Uh, there's a normal fan and there's a fanatic. So Correct. to take a, it's important to convert a casual fan to a fanatic. Today that's not happening. Today exactly. the casual fan just remains a casual fan. Uh, fanatic remains a fanatic. You don't. People are still focusing on the fanatics than the casual fan. They need to convert a Correct. casual fan to a uh, fan and then uh, to a fanatic. Yes. That journey is not happening today, and I'm hoping that all this happens in the future. Yes, uh, with. Amazing stuff. Uh, as always, I think the time that we can keep talking because the kind of data that you have, I did not get a chance to talk to you, ask you uh, the, the funny moment that you might have had in your uh, analyst journey. Uh, but I really want to know if, if there is any, uh, the fun moment or the funny moment uh, with the data that you worked out and it's something that didn't go as per plan. It, it happens a lot of time. I wouldn't even call it funny <laughs> for that matter. Uh, obviously, when you do 10 things, uh, 6 will work out, 4 will not work out and we try to showcase the 6 things which work out uh, yeah. naturally. Yeah, a lot of times it doesn't uh, really uh, work out. So, okay. uh, I wouldn't call it funny, but I would call it more as a learning experience and then try to uh, work on that. Yes, and as always, Gaurav is to the point with black and white, there is no grey. Uh, so no, I think it was great talking to you, Gaurav. I think there is a lot to learn. Uh, there are very industry is opening up and I think you are one of those early adopters of the Indian sports industry in the analytics side. I think it's a, people want to listen to you and hear you. I think I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this uh, will get get inspired about the, the fun behind the camera and uh, uh, the how you are the backbone of the glamour that everybody gets to see. So, I hope they enter the fan space and try to uh, the, uh, the improve the fan experience. That I hope that's the learning they get out of this session. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> seriously. So, anyways, thanks a lot, Gaurav. Uh, fun as always, and uh, take care and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Sid. Mm -hmm.